bow your head. Lord, we pray that this will bless this. <laughs> Lord, we pray that you will bless this offering. We pray that it is given freely from each heart that it will be used to help your light shine ever more brightly. We hope that it reassures some and affirms to others that they are loved by you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now we'll have a few announcements. Reminder, for all parents and youth, the K Chapel Youth Council will meet today after church upstairs in the Sunday School Department. The meeting will end with lunch at 2.15. Youth ages 12 to 18 are invited to attend. Sister Evelyn Bracey's homegoing celebration will be Tuesday, June the 5th, 2018 in Gary, Indiana. Please keep the family in your prayers through their time. Also, Sister Plainy Washington's grandson, Montavious Allen, was laid to rest on yesterday. Please keep your family in your prayers. Now we'll have announcements from the media. Friday, three-on-three -three tournament here at Cade at 7 p.m. And on Saturday, a skeet shooting tournament at 12 noon. And then Sunday, our men's day services will take place at 11 a.m. Check out the K-Chapel app for more information or contact Brother Charles Simpson or Brother Ernest Green. Our summer reading program begins next Monday on June the 11th and runs through June the 15th from 8 a.m. to 12 noon daily. Registration forms are available in the Fellowship Hall and the foyer. See Sister Bonnie McNeil Harris or Sister Alistair Morgan for more information. It's summertime and as you're traveling, you can still stay connected with K-Chapel. Remember, you can join us every Sunday morning by going live on Facebook or through the K-Chapel app. And you can still participate in the offering by texting your offering amount to 601-300-5190. Vacation Bible School begins here at K-Chapel on June the 11th and runs through the 14th beginning at 5 p.m. each night with dinner provided. Our theme this year is Jesus the Kingdom Builder. Stop by the Old Fellowship Hall for more information. You can also pre-register on the Kate Chapel app. The Neighborhood Scholarship Board invites you to participate in the 14th Annual Swing for Knowledge Golf Classic. This event will take place on June the 15th at Whisper Lake, and we are calling for individual players or teams and sponsors. Please see any member of the Scholarship Board for more information. Join us this week at Kate Chapel for Table Talk. We want to hear your thoughts, ideas, and suggestions as we begin planning for the new sanctuary. So join us for Table Talks on Tuesday, June the 5th, where the topic will be Christian education and discipleship. And on Wednesday, June the 6th, the topic will be fellowship, access, and parking. And the final night of Table Talks will take place on Thursday, June the 7th at 6 p.m. And the topic will be mission, ministry, and outreach. Join us each night beginning at 6 p.m. And the Table Talks will take place this week in the Sanctuary and in the Inteen Department. It's first Sunday here at Kay Chapel, which means we're celebrating your birthdays. Happy birthday to everyone with a birthday during the month of June. And please be sure to check your bulletins and the bulletin boards for additional announcements and upcoming community events. And to share your ministry news with the K Chapel family, just send an email to kchapelannouncements at yahoo.com or you can go to the Submit Info tab on the K Chapel app. But be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week. Now we will have a special thank you from Miss K Chapel, Adrena Crosby.
Good morning. I'm Adrena Crosby. I am your 2018-2019 Miss K Chapel. Thank you. Um, um, I want to say thank you for the support and all of your prayers. And through the Miss Rose, Miss Jackson District pageant, and I did win. So thank you for, once again, for the support. And I'm asking for your financial support and prayers as I go through um, to compete for the Miss YPD um, title. So, um, and I'm very thankful for the opportunities that I have been given. And I'm thanking also the man above because without him, I wouldn't be able to do it. So um, once again, thank you. And I am looking forward to the support from K Chapel. Thank you, Adrena. We would like to welcome any visitors among us. If you're not yet a member of K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church, please stand. Come on, visitors. Yeah, all of our visitors, won't you stand? God bless you. Good to have you with us. Want to remain standing for just one May moment? May you remain standing? Just one moment. Just On the behalf moment. of our senior pastor, Reverend Reginald Buckley, Pastor Emeritus, Reverend Horace Buckley, pulpit staff, and the entire Cade Chapel family, we want to welcome you to Cade Chapel. If you're looking for a church home, look no farther. You have found it. If you're just visiting, please visit with us anytime your schedule allows. Now we will give you something you can only get here at Cade. Go choir. This is our fellowship here. Won't you reach out and welcome your neighbor? Welcome to Cade Chapel.
for coming and sharing with us on this very special day, Lord's Day, but also the day uh, that we celebrate our youth here at K-Chapel. And we certainly do love our young people. Amen. We love our parents and all that they're doing to help bring them up in the admonition of the Lord. And we are going to continue to work with them and minister unto them that they will become the people, the young people that God has, uh, has planned for them. Their wonderful plans and expected ends that he has for each of them. And our goal here is to make sure that they reach that. Certainly we do want to remind you that this week, uh, this week we do have uh, primary elections on this Tuesday, uh, Tuesday the 5th, 5th of June, amen. And so we want to make sure that you go out and, and do your civic responsibility uh, and make sure that you vote for the candidate of your choice. We do have uh, visiting with us a candidate for US Senate, uh, Mr. Howard Sherman. And we're going to ask him to come and introduce himself to us at this time. Uh, while he's coming, Brother Sherman, I want to introduce you to Brother Thickpin. Brother Thickpin, <laughs> Brother Thickpin is our official timekeeper, amen. And so we want to give you two minutes uh, to introduce yourself to us and tell us a little something about yourself. God bless you. God bless you too. I am blessed to be here. I'm particular on a day of the youth of the youth service because I'm really running for the Senate because of the kids. Um, my wife, Celia Ward, and I live in Meridian. We started Hope Village 20 years ago to take care of the state's kids. We've taken care of over 3,000 kids, and when, the, when two of the people I'm running against in Jackson voted for a bill that stripped away all the funding for social workers and mental health for these kids, and then Roger Wicker in Washington did the same thing on a federal level, I said, I can't walk by a fire if I have a fire extinguisher in my hand. So I'm running for the U.S. Senate. To the kids here, I'm the son of an immigrant mama who came to this country, escaped Europe when they were killing millions of people. It was through prayer and education that I'm standing here right now. Went to high school, college, got my graduate degree, and now I'm gonna be the next senator in Mississippi from a mama who came here who didn't even speak English. It was prayer and education, so stay focused on those and anything is possible. Anyway, Tuesday is a primary. It's not the real election. The real election is November when we go up against Roger Wicker. Tuesday, when you walk in that booth, please think who has the best chance of meeting that guy. When you walk out to your car, you're going to see a card from me. You're going to see a card from Omarius Scott, good friend of mine. I think when we get to November and we have to get people, not just good Democrats, but a bunch of moderates and people, even some Republicans, to vote for us, otherwise we lose just like President Obama lost, just like Hillary Clinton lost. You've got to vote for the person you think you can win in November. I think that's me. My name's Howard Sherman. I'm going to reach across the aisle and, and fix that what's wrong with this state because this is an amazing state. We just need great leadership. Thank you very much. I appreciate you here today, and I ask for your prayers and your vote. Thank you. Amen. 
Lex Accelerate as Valandria Austin, Adrena Crosby. <laughs> well, Pastor Buckley, I think you forgot the birthdays. Oh, that's, what it was. <laughs> that's why I was getting up. That's why I was getting up. Amen. It's our June. It's June, the first Sunday of June. We recognize our birthday babies. All of our June birthday babies. Won't you stand up and let us wish you a happy birthday? All of our June babies. Let's wish you a happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. As Valandria Austin, Adrena Crosby, and Ashton Shelton remind us of Grandma's old time religion. on their white dresses, hats, and gloves preparing communion. And not only did they cook for family reunions, but they also had on aprons and showed love to families in sad situations. You could hear unity and not division. Listen and try to recall this perfect vision. Brother Graham breaking out in a Dr. Watts song. As the whole church followed along. I love the Lord, he heard my cry, and pitied every groan. I'm so glad that Fanny, Megger, and Martin had that old time true religion, for that they knew that with Satan, there would be a collision. But just like when the whole church used to sing, Amazing Grace, God would come and fill the space. I think they deserve a clap of hands. How many of y'all are enjoying this old time religion? I'm sure many of you can recall your church memories with your grandparents, like the peppermint that grandma would give you, or the ushers telling you to sit up straight and be quiet and spit that gum out, and get popped on the leg for going to sleep. Don't act like y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Let's take a break, and it's time for us to collect the tithes and offering with a spoken word from Tristan Ballou. Even from the days of your fathers, ye are gone away from mine ordinances, and have not kept them. Return unto me, and I will return unto you saith the Lord of hosts. But ye said, Where and shall we return? Will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. But ye said, Wherein have we robbed thee? In tithes and offering. Ye are cursed with the curse. For ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring ye all the tithes and all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in mine house and prove me now where wherewith 
the say of the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room to, enough to receive it.
Natia Wright will introduce our speaker, then we'll have a loop-de-loop performance by Youth for Christ Performing Arts Ministry and the spoken word from the minister, Jason Gibson. Good morning. Our speaker this afternoon is Minister Jason Gibson. Minister, J Mr. minister Gibson is a native of Jackson, Mississippi. He is the youngest born child of Jonathan and Martha J. Gibson. Under the leadership of Pastor Jennifer Byer, he was chosen to be the Director of Worship Arts at Jackson Revival Center. He is the creator and founder of gospel group Destiny Project. Minister Gibson is a graduate of Callaway High School, Holmes Community College at Jackson State University. Currently, he is a pursuing a master's degree in history at Jackson State University and preparing to release his, favorite, his first book and album, both entitled It Is My Destiny. He is the co-owner of the Private Fitness Faculty Explit J3 Fitness and a member of Alpha, Phi Alpha Fraternity. He lives by the motto, no sacrifice, no success. K Chapel family and friends, I present to you Minister Jason Gibson.
Yes, glory is destined. Everyday women and men become legends. Sins that go against our skin become blessings. The movement is a rhythm to us. Freedom is like religion to us. Justice is juxtaposition in us. Justice for all just ain't specific enough. Can we give it up for these young people one more time? Now, can we make an even bigger noise than that for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Love him so much. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. I'm glad to be here. And if y'all don't mind, can y'all go to Matthew 19? 16 through 26, Matthew 19, 16 through 26. Um, If it's the custom here to stand for the word, I'm if you don't mind uh, standing with me for that. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Um, I first and foremost have to thank Pastor Reginald Buckley for um, having me. Can y'all give it up for y'all, Pastor? And that is definitely someone that I, from a distance, look to as a role model and as a pillar to this generation. And I'm so appreciative for him and his gift um, and his lovely wife. Can we give it up for the first lady of this house? I have to give it up to my pastor, uh, Pastor Jennifer Beard. Um, oh, yeah, y'all can clap for him. <laughs> um, and all my friends, man, and all my man, I'm definitely no stranger to Kay, man, one of my brother. Uh, Maurice Gibson, man. I'm familiar with all these musicians. I work with all of them. Uh, one of my best friends, Mia Ashley. Um, man, all my business partners are here, man. Uh, Brother Ricky Thigfin, man. I'm appreciative for all y'all. Thank y'all so much uh, for being here, man. And like I said, I, I got saved about seven years ago. I've been uh, rocking with Jesus since I was 19 years old. Um, and I'm no stranger to this house because I actually got saved at a General Missionary Baptist State Convention Choir rehearsal. And I ain't even Baptist, y'all, not by denomination. <laughs> but um, a mentor of mine, Aaron Thompson, um, I, I was so moved by the Missionary Baptist Convention the year prior to when I was 18, just seeing so many young people come together to praise God. And I asked Aaron the next year, I said, Aaron, I'm not Baptist by denomination, but uh, can I sing? And he was like, sure you can, man. We'll just put you under K Chapel. So I, I consider myself an honorary member of K Chapel. So uh, like I said, I'm no stranger. But um, let's go ahead and uh, get into the word of God. Matthew 19, 16 to 26. Um, just then a man came up to Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? Uh, why do you ask me what is good? Jesus replied, There's only one who is good. 
If you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. Which ones? He inquired. Jesus replied, you should not murder. You should not commit adultery. You should not steal. You should not give false testimony. Honor your father and your mother and love your neighbor as yourself. All these I have kept, the young man said. What, what, what do I still lack? Jesus answered, if you want to be perfect, go sell all your possessions and give them to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sad because he had great wealth. Then Jesus said to the disciples, truly I tell you, it is hard for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and asked, who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Can we pray? Uh, Father, I thank you so much for this moment. God, I thank you that even though I'm broken, I'm imperfect, I make mistakes every single day. You still see fit to put me in positions where I can encourage and uh, pour into people. Uh, Father, I thank you so much for this church. I thank you for uh, this ministry. I thank you for this pastor. Uh, Father, I just ask that you would help me not to bore these young people uh, because if their attention span is anything like mine, they clock out quick. Um, so, Father, I just ask that we will be drawn to the ultimate attention grabber, which is your word. And, Father, I thank you and I lift you up in this moment. In Jesus' name, I pray amen. Y'all can be seated, man. Uh, I, I must admit, when they first told me the title of this day, uh, it kind of took me by surprise. I really couldn't believe it. They told me it's going to be old-time religion. I said, it's for, for a youth event? And then they said, yeah, old-time religion. And I said, oh, um, okay, cool. And I must admit, I had certain connotations and stigmas attached to the, the notion of old-time religion because when I heard old-time religion, I immediately correlated it with old-time church. So when I heard old-time religion, my mind immediately went back to the church that I experienced growing up. And I start to recollect over those good times when I was coming up in church, and we were taught the unadulterated word of God, which, and I was taught sermons that I don't hear too often today that were entitled stuff like holiness or hell. Like, you know, those, those real sermons that if you want living right, you want to think twice before you walked out of there. I mean, I start to recollect over the times uh, where I was taught the word of God. And I even start to recollect over different ministries that I experienced in the church. Um, on any given Sunday when I was coming up in church, you could see me in so many different places. I may be on the keyboard one Sunday, on the drums one Sunday. I'd be directing the choir the next Sunday. I'll be announcing the next Sunday. And then I may be ushering the next Sunday. And if I can just be honest, I had a secret love to usher only because they wore white gloves. And, and y'all got to understand, this was the latter part of Michael Jackson's career, so I really felt like I was something with them white gloves on. But I can remember those times because what that taught me in the, is the importance of serving. And the, it, it taught me the importance of being pulled out of my comfort zone for the kingdom. And I can even remember the times where we had the gum-chewing ministry. I know y'all might not have had the gum-chewing ministry, but, but y'all got to understand the gum-chewing ministry was comprised of church mothers, and she alluded to it earlier. It was comprised of church mothers, and you had to have three qualifications. You had to be saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And what that gum-chewing ministry would do, what they, they would patrol the aisles throughout the duration of the service, and they would pinpoint people who were obnoxiously chewing gum. And this is what made the, the church mothers the original, the original gangsters. Look, let me tell you about them. 
they would come up to you, insert their hands below your lips, and force you to excavate that gum, right? You spit it out, right? Spit it out now. And this is what made them the original gangsters, y'all. They didn't have a towel, a, a glove, or nothing. They just said, spit it out right now because the level of anointing that was on their hands, they weren't care, were concerned about none of them germs that were swimming around in your mouth. And even before, y'all might remember some of this stuff, even before the world popularized the hype man, we experienced the hype man in the church. You know, you always had that one deacon that affirmed everything the pastor said. The pastor could get up and be like, praise the Lord. Every, praise the Lord, pastor. I, for the Lord is good. And the, his mercy endure forever, pastor. I mean, the pastor could be preaching about anything. Fishes swim and, and birds fly. Yes, they do, pastor. What else they do? And... and I really did. I, I learned to appreciate stuff like that. And I even remember the original praise and worship. Y'all remember that? Like, I remember before praise teams, even before congregational songs, you had that church mother or that deacon who sat on the third row to the left of the pastor. And at any given point in service, they would start a song with no words that sounded like, and for some reason, everybody knew the song. Like, I, I, I tried to go on Google, Spotify, iTunes, artist, unknown song. Mm, like, what do you find this stuff? Like, I never could figure out where they came up with this stuff from. But what, did, what that taught me is to start to appreciate tradition. Because some tradition is good. But where I had to be careful was to confuse tradition with pure religion. And, and, and I just want to go to this, James 1.27, and, and that's the verse for today. And I know we were coming from Matthew, but, and I'm going to get back there, but it says, uh, James 1.27, pure religion and undefiled before God, and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. And I found a commentary. I, I started to read commentaries on this, y'all, and um, I found one without, I was rather intrigued by, and I won't read the whole thing, just the one that's applicable to where I'm going, but when I found a commentary, it, it said, deeds of benevolence may be and are often done by those who are not his, but all who truly belong to him must live a life which praises him continually in their good works. And one thing I had to understand was good deeds with wrong intentions don't necessarily equate to pure religion. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I think that's, that's what we see in this text. I mean, uh, just, just to run down the text, this passage is it's, it's coined the rich young ruler. And it revolves around this young man who has riches, he, he has wealth, he has fame, fortune, he has notoriety, he has all the resources. And he approaches Jesus with the question, Jesus, how do I get eternal life? What good must I do to get eternal life? And I love Jesus' response because Jesus had to get him on together before he answered the question. He, he had to say, little, little, wait, 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 boy. <laughs> it's only one that's good, and it ain't you. But, I mean, since you ask, keep my commandments. And this is how I know in his next response that this was a young man. Because y'all know young people, we can't take anything at face value. We, we got to know why, what, who, where, when, which ones. We got questions. So he said, Jesus, which ones? Which commandments? And then Jesus replied, and, and, and Jesus, he said, and, and um, he said, y y um, 
You should not kill. You should not steal. Don't commit adultery. And I can see the young ruler. He was there like, okay, Jesus, I, I hadn't did that. All right, I'm good on that. And then he was like, honor your father and your mother. And then he was like, okay, cool, Jesus. I give my mom a rose every Mother's Day. Like, I'm, what more honorable can you be? <laughs> and then he said, love your neighbor as yourself. And then he was like, Jesus, all these I've kept. Like, is there anything else? And this is what you got to understand. Jesus, he had to get him together in the beginning of this verse because he had to get him to understand is, is, is Jesus out the gate was trying to get him to understand that something simply cannot be attained through deeds, only through devotion. And at the point that you allow your deeds to surpass your devotion, what he's already done, you dismiss the credibility of the cross. I know where I'm at. I'm in a Baptist church. I didn't think I was going to come here and not mention the cross. <laughs> but he said, look, you, you keep the commandments. And, 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 and um, I could almost see Jesus looking at him like Jesus replied, you got to do this. You got to do that. You, you should not murder. You should not commit adultery. You should not steal. You should not give false testimony. Honor your father and your mother and love your neighbor as yourself. He said, all right, bet, Jesus. I got that. All these I've kept. And then Jesus said one more thing. Go and sell all your possessions. If you insist on being perfect, go and sell all your possessions. Give them to the poor because you have treasure in heaven. And come follow me. And then the Bible says that this rich man, he walked away sad from Jesus because he had great wealth. And one thing you got to understand is at the point that what you have becomes who you are. Instead of complimenting who you are, you will forever find yourself at the mercy of your last victory. Living your life from accomplishment to accomplishment, achievement to achievement, riding on talent that's absent of reverence. God gave me a gift. I'm sure he gave a lot of y'all gifts, but if I can be honest, I haven't always given my gifts back to God. But at the moment that I started to give him my life, my heart, my will, and all of my talents... He turned ashes I gave him into beauty that I can never imagine. But I need y'all to understand, that that's only half of what I came to talk to you about, Kay Chapel, because I wasn't even the most moved by Jesus' interaction with the young ruler. I, I wasn't the most moved by that. I was more moved by his, the response that the disciples had to his encounter with the, the young ruler. And if, if we read the scripture down a little bit more, we see that, that, that Jesus, he had this encounter with the disciples. And after he had the encounter with the young ruler, he, he turned around to the disciples and the disciples are looking at him like, bro, like, what's going on? Because the, the disciples, they play an intricate role in this passage and it can be so easily overlooked, but it's so powerful. And then Jesus said, the Bible says that Jesus looked back to them and the disciples looked astonished. They were bewildered. They, they, were, they, they had a, a sense of unknowing. They couldn't believe what had just happened. So they were looking at Jesus like, what has happened? Then Jesus says, this is why I said that it's hard for a rich man to get into heaven. Not because he has wealth, not because he has riches, but because riches have him. And you got to understand the position of the disciples. They're looking at this. 
They're looking at this entire situation play out. And what you've got to understand is they just watched a rich man blatantly disrespect Jesus. They just watched a rich man deny Jesus. They just watched a rich man walk away from Jesus. And when he walked away, he was still rich. He was, he was still rich. Not only was he still rich, but he was offered the same opportunity that the disciples were offered. Jesus said, sell all your possessions, put them away, and come follow me. If you read a little early in Matthew, he told the disciples the same thing when he commissioned them. He said, come follow me. So they just saw somebody be, be given the same opportunity that they had, and he denied. But when he denied, he still had all of his riches. I could feel or even sense the borderline frustration between the disciples' concern because they dropped everything. They rearranged their entire life to follow Jesus, and they just watched a rich man deny him, and he was still rich. And when he denied him, so, so because what you got to understand is when they watched this whole situation play out, doubt began to creep up in their souls. Has anybody in here ever doubted? God, I mean, I, I'm, I know we're in church and, and we'd like to come in here and praise God. And, and, but if I can be honest, there have been times where I doubted God. I, I, I didn't necessarily understand why he did some of the things that he did. I didn't understand why I was placed in positions that I was in. I didn't understand why people had the luxury of walking away from him when they were afforded the same opportunity to, to accept him that I was. And they got the chance to continue to have things. But this is what y'all got to understand. Even though I learned how I can always understand what God was doing, and sometimes I doubted him. I was always met with the scripture that my grandmother used to always tell me. which said, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Lean not to your own understanding. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In all your ways acknowledge him. And he shall, not he might, not he could, but he shall direct your path. So what y'all got to understand is I learned how to trust God even when I couldn't trace him. I was looking at other people, enjoying the luxuries of life, who had possessions, all the best shoes, all the best clothes, and they were offered the same opportunity that I was offered, and they still had everything that they had, but they had something that I had something that they didn't have, and that was Jesus Christ. The thing I love about this passage, y'all, is the power of choice. Both the young ruler and the disciples were met with the choice. The young ruler, he was met with the choice, either you follow me or you don't. And the disciples, in all their doubt, they were met with the choice that said, either you believe in me or you don't. And I love how Jesus didn't try to overly bombard them with his resume. He just left the power of choice in their hands. The title of this sermon is... Choose wisely. Choose wisely. And I need y'all to understand as I close, I, I wasn't going to be long. And I want to specifically talk to the young people. Like, y'all got to understand we all have gifts. We all have talents. We all have things or ways that we can bless this world that nobody else has it. 
We all have a unique anointing that's specifically tailored for us. Now, what you decide to do with what God gave you is completely up to you. I want to refer to a verse in Matthew 25, 14 through 30. And this is a parable. And it's actually called the parable of the talents. And this is one of my favorite parables because in this parable, it talks about a master who was going on a long journey and he had three servants. This master went on this journey and he entrusted his wealth to his servants. To one servant, he gave five talents. To another servant, he gave two talents. And to the other servant, he gave one. So the master went on about his business. He went on his long journey. He was, he was gone for an extended period of time. And to the one he gave five talents, the one he gave five, he went and put his talents to work and got five more, which means he had ten. The other one who he gave two talents had kind of the same response. He went and put his two talents to work, and he gained two more, which means he had four. And then the one he gave one, he went and buried his out of fear in the ground. So time lapsed. Some time passed, some things progressed, and the master finally made his way back home. And when he made his way back home, he approached his servants, and the servants came to him. And the one who had five came back to the master. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. I went and put it to work, and I have five more. Here are ten. And he said, Well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'll make you rule over many. The one who had two talents had the same kind of response. He said, Master, I put my two talents to work, and then I got two more, and now I have four. Here you go. And then he said, well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler over many. But then he got to the one who had one talent. And then he said, out of fear, I knew you were a harsh man. So I went and buried it in the ground. And I mean, I, I was just scared that I was going to squander to do something bad with it. Like, so I just left it there. And then the master was like, why didn't you take after the example of the one who I gave two and the one who I gave five? He was like, I, I knew you were a harsh man. And one thing you got to understand, young people, he said, uh, uh, what you got to understand is it's not about what you have, it's what you do with what you got. And check this out. This, this, that wasn't even what I was the most moved by in this passage. I was the most moved that he, he took the one who he gave one talent. He made him go back and get it, dig it out the ground and give it to me. And he said, I want you to give that to the one I gave five talents. Don't allow your lack of stewardship to be the reason why what God specifically meant for you goes to somebody else. Because what you've got to understand if we're, is we're all met with an opportunity. And what you do with that opportunity is completely up to you. Choose wisely. Let's pray. Father, I thank you so much. I thank you that you, you give us gifts, you give us talent, and you entrust us with things that are uniquely made for us and that we can in turn use to uplift your kingdom. So, Father, I thank you for this moment. And I just ask that you would move on the hearts of your people even right now and help them to understand that their talent, that their gifts, their anointings is so much more secure in your hands. So, Lord, I just ask if there are any young rulers in here that may have things but haven't completely given their heart to you. I just ask that you would touch that heart even right now. And, Lord, I just ask that if there are any disciples in here, which I know there are, I just ask that you would even help them to increase their faith and not be moved when they see things that they don't quite understand. Father, I just ask that you would continue to use both those individuals 
And I thank you that your grace is sufficient for both those. So, Lord, I lift you up in this moment, and I thank you and I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all so much. Let the church say amen. Let's say amen again. We thank God for this word. We thank God for this messenger, a message for our youth. And it is a timely and a fitting message, a message that simply says that you all have an opportunity to choose, to make choices. Every Sunday after the sermon, we do what's called opening the doors of the church. And all that is, is an opportunity for anyone to make the choice to follow Christ. The same way that Jesus gave the disciples the opportunity to become followers of his, he does the same thing even now today. Through this agency called the church, you can come and become a follower of Christ. And it is a choice that many in this room, this auditorium have made many, many years ago. It's the same choice that was given to me when I was a young boy, seven years old, is the same choice that I offer to you this morning and to you this morning to make Jesus Lord of your life. And all you have to do is open your heart and say, Lord, I believe that you're the Son of God. I believe that you died on a cross for my sin. I believe you rose again from the dead and I want to make you Lord of my life. If you're here this morning, the doors of the church are open and you can make this choice. Won't you come down? Won't you come now? Have houses? Have houses. The doors of the church are open. Won't you make Jesus your choice? Some folk to silver and gold. All these things they treasure. And forget about their soul. I decided to make Jesus my choice. The road is rough. Oh, the road is rough. And the going gets tough. And the hills are hard to climb. I started out a long time ago. There is no doubt in my mind. I decided to make Jesus my choice. Somebody else needs to make the decision. The road is rough. Oh. 
Jesse Love, amen, who's coming to join under his Christian experience, amen, Brother Love, God bless you, God bless you, let the church say amen, Brother Love, won't you stand up, coming to join under your Christian experience means that you've already accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, is that correct? Yes, sir. You've already been baptized, is that right? Yes, sir. That church accepts you as a member, you're going to be a faithful member? Yes, sir. God bless you, you're also willing to study with us in our new members orientation? Yes, sir. Amen, God bless you, you heard his statement. Also, also, okay, you also wanted to make a statement, amen. If I get it out, right. I apologize. Right. Today is actually uh, my 21st birthday. Yeah. My, my, my. Yeah. my God. Yeah, it's a good time. I've done a lot of things I'm not really truly happy about, and it's been a long time since I had a church home, and this is just an amazing program. I have Jason. I'm real close with him. His sermon just really touched me. Wow. And just thankful for my mom. My, uh, my dad couldn't um, make it. My brothers really couldn't make it today. But I just want them to know that I'm blessed and happy to have them. And they got to meet uh, these 21 years. And adulthood and I pray she just I be the man of God that I know I can't be yeah. the man of God that I know I've been on this path for 21 years and I pray I continue on this path. Amen. And that's all I want to say. Bless you man. Bless you man. Bless you man. Hey come here. the church say amen. Let's say amen again. Amen. God bless you. Welcome home. Amen. Welcome home. God bless you. Who else do we have? Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Go with uh, Sister Butler. She... Sabrina Jefferson. Sister Sabrina Jefferson is coming to make a statement as well. Good afternoon. Um, I just rose to make a statement. Um, I graduated from nursing school in December. Um, once I graduated, uh, in January, I got a job um, at the VA in Jackson, and it was contingent on uh, me passing the exam. So I took the exam the first time in January, and I didn't pass it. So that was really discouraging. So, you know, I started studying more, and I took it again um, in March. Um, I took the max, which was 265 questions, and it took six hours, and I didn't pass it the second time. 
Um, but you know, when, when you're going through something, the devil will come into your heart and whisper things like, you're not good enough, you don't deserve this, um, you know, you're not ready for this. But I am so thankful that I have a praying mother, a church family that shaped and molded me as a child to get down on my knees and pray to God and give it to him. This past Thursday, I took the exam. I took the minimum, which was 75 questions. I looked up, I was done in an hour and 45 minutes. I got my results yesterday and I passed that exam. And I had to give all thanks to God because it was nobody. And, I'm, and um, in March, since I didn't pass it the second time, I ended up losing my job. That same week, my grandmother passed away. And it was just so much, and I just wanted to give up, but I said no, because I know God is able, and I know whose I am, and I had to remember that if I just give all of my worries and cares to him, he is a healer, and he is a deliverer, and I just could not sit down in my seat today without telling that story, and I just give all praise to God and my church family and my mother, and I just thank you all for that. Hallelujah. Somebody give God some praise this morning. God bless you. What a wonderful testimony. Wonderful witness. God bless you. God bless you. God is good. You just encourage somebody. You just encourage somebody. Amen. Thank God for the testimony of the righteous. Amen. anything this morning and all I want to say is I'm glad to be home Amen. thank you for your prayers it was an amazing experience being gone that many days in India but God has brought me back with another witness and I look forward to being able to share Amen. God bless you let the church say amen hallelujah glory to God glory to God amen feel like we have a church in here amen Amen. Y'all gonna sing some more? Y'all finish? I got some old hymns I'll sing, I tell you. I just feel like having some old time church. <laughs> we gonna go on and get out of here. Amen. But we're gonna sing some songs when we get out of here. All right. Go ahead, Amir. God bless start slowing it down have a special presentation by Deja and Kennedy, the words of expression by program chairsman and youth director, following remarks by our own conductor of this roller coaster, Pastor Buckley. What she say? I got lost. <laughs> this program has been so good today. We work hard. I just want to thank everybody for coming out. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, Minister Gibson, may you please come to the podium? As he come, y'all, give him a hand, because he did good. The young people at K's Chapel would like to give you a token of appreciation for taking time out your day to come and talk to us and tell us about making the right choices. Thank you. Okay. 
Many, many adults here at K Chapel help with our youth all year. Let's thank Mr. Pat, Miss Alicia, Miss Santina, Miss Margaret, Miss Linda with the choirs, Miss Tisha and Miss Cherie with the Youth for Christ Performing Arts Ministry, Brother Steve Collins with the Junior Ushers, Miss Kendra with the Youth Council, Miss Lawrencein Johnson prepares the Youth Sunday School teachers, and Brother Ricky with the Youth Ensemble. The youth would like to say thank you. On yesterday, our youth celebration was a success. Thanks to Brother Terry Collins for transporting us to Hope House for our service project. Brother Sammy Lee Henderson, Brother Fred Gross, Brother Nathan Williams, Brother Wayne Jones, Brother Arthur Britton, and Brother Perry Allen cooked us a wonderful meal. Miss Sharon Turner Davis, Miss Tony Jones, Miss Jackie Jones, Miss Rhonda Cook, Mother Curry, Miss Joan Henderson, and Miss Faye Foster, we would like to thank you for helping out and making everything flow smoothly. Thank you to Miss Chloe, Brother Ian Jones, Brother Kevin Williams, Brother Darrell Sanders, Brother Bill Bridgman, Brother Quadarius Terrell, and all the adult basketball players, and our commissioner, Reverend Buckley. The game was awesome. Will Miss Val and Miss Terry Harris please join me at the podium? Let's give these awesome youth leaders a hand. Wonderful, powerful, awesome, magnificent leaders standing here before you guys make a lot of our dreams that we bring to them to life. Yeah. No matter what they have going on, they always are going to make time out for us. And we thank them for that. Anything we need, anything that's going on, they will always be here for us. They are like our second set of mothers. <laughs> they are always here. They are there to tell us right from wrong how to act like young ladies, how to carry ourselves, how to act, how to grow, how to minister, how to do everything. These women are powerful in our yeah, eyes. Yeah, and I just yeah, want to yeah. say thank you for everything that y'all have ever done for us yeah. and that y'all are going to continue to do. Thank you. Amen. Well, Brother, Brother Brown, and AKA my dad, please join me at the podium. <laughs> Brother Brown, you always encourage every teen to be involved in the church so that we can learn to be responsible young people. There are maybe times when you are a little bit tough, but we understand that you want the best for all of us. And having you as our youth leader has taught us a lot of great things that will carry us throughout our life. You have always made yourself available for all all of us no matter what you had going on and on behalf of the youth department here's a gift from of appreciation from our hearts we love you and thank you from for all that you have done and will continue to do for your youth here at k chapel thank you amen come on let's hear it for our youth leaders listen these are the best youth leaders in the state of mississippi let's hear it for them this morning let them know you appreciate them there's some hard work but they do it each and every year, we thank God for you. Thank God for you. 
Amen. Kenny, did we forget somebody? Who we forget? Our parents. Parents. If you have a child in the youth department, please stand and give yourself a round of applause. <laughs> All of our parents. Parents of our youth. Look at there. Look at there. Look at there. We couldn't do it without you, parents. Amen. Amen. Up in the balcony. Thank you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. And as you see from what Miss Kennedy and Miss Deja have said, I did not do this alone. And there are just four other ladies. Uh, is it, no, I think five who did this, who got on this ride with me. So please stand, Miss Denisha Davis. Is she here? I know she had something going on this weekend. She was here yesterday in that hot sun. Uh, Miss Felicia Gentry. Miss Ashley McLaughlin. Miss Thea Williams Black. And Miss Karen Winder. Thank you all so much. As they said, we had an awesome, extraordinary weekend. But more than anything, uh, this weekend was not possible without my gracious leader here, Ms. Patricia Allen. She worked hard behind the walls and the clock to make this happen. Let's give her a hand. And not only that, her trusted sidekick, her husband, Brother Allen, he's, he does whatever she said. He's a smart man. <laughs> These kids of Kate Chapel, these youth of Kate Chapel are, I can say, the best that we have to offer in this world. I've never had the many kids in this time where they can come and you can ask them to do things. They do it so fast and so excitingly, and we don't have to ask twice. Yes, Candy, I'm a little tough sometimes. But sometimes you have to be a little tough to make sure things go the way they need to go. Sometimes kids need a little toughness just to make things go the way it should. But now I ask you parents, for those of you all who have not signed your child up for some ministry of this church, you, I promise you're missing out on something they should be having from birth to now. So I'm asking you, I'm pleading and begging you now, if your child is not involved and they are a pew rider, get them involved. Find something for them to do. We have so many things in the youth department that needs your child. I always tell everyone I have one seat left, and it's your child. It's the one I'm waiting on. So if you will with us, give our kids one more round of applause. And lastly, we could not make this happen with our trusted pastor. We have the best pastor in the world, I must say. Let's give our pastor a hand, Reverend Buck. Come on, we can do better than that. Pastor, we appreciate you. And of course, we'll always be here for anything you need for this church. God bless you. God bless you all and keep you. Amen. Let the church say amen. Amen. What an awesome time we've had this morning. We thank God again for all of our youth, all of our youth leaders, all of our parents, and all the wonderful things that you've done to make this weekend a very memorable and, and yes, go ahead. One more thing. Uh, there's one more exciting thing we did, forgot to mention. Right after service, outside these doors, we have snow beers for all of our children. Bless the so, Lord. I said all of our children. How you, how you define children? <laughs> <laughs> 
Not the child at heart, but the child. 18. Yeah. All right. So, right out the church, go out these doors here. They'll be waiting outside waiting on you. Thank you. Amen. Y'all checking IDs? Y'all ain't checking IDs? Amen. All right, we're going to get it fixed up here. Amen. God bless. Listen, listen, we had a great time. this morning. Again, thank you, Jason, for coming and sharing with us the word. We appreciate you and thank God for you. Amen. I, I, I'll, I'll let you in on a little bit of secret. Uh, I, I know my people. Uh, they got real quiet when you gave the title of the sermon about 20 minutes in. Because they were like, was that the introduction? Oh, I know how y'all. <laughs> they got real quiet. But, Thank God, thank God for you. We had a great time, and we thank God for your for your ministry, for your word. Listen, we're going to get out of here. Can we just sing a few old hymns and old songs as we get ready to go from this place? Come on, stand to your feet. We're just going to sing a little bit and get on out of here. Glory, glory, hallelujah, since I laid my burden down. Come on, let's sing it like the old church. Glory, glory, hallelujah, since I laid. Burdens down, glory, glory, hallelujah, since I put them down, I feel better, so much better, since I lay. Feel better so much since I lay. Hey, the thing about the old time, you can sing another song like this. Simply say, This the light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. Oh, this the Let it shine, let it shine hey, Everywhere I go I'm gonna let it Oh, every Oh, everywhere I'm gonna let it Let it shine, let it Let it shine Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you. Now, henceforth and forevermore, in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace. <laughs>